Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I took my sweet time playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Do-do, intro music, yay! (laughs) (laughs) It has been a long time, everybody. Yeah, I should have looked up before I hit record when we did our um, overview of what we played last year. November? No, it was the beginning of December, I think. Hold on. We actually did the overview of games? December 8th. That was our last one. Yes, episode 40 of our video game podcasts. What's the overview? Yeah, the 2021 roundup. We're having a... We're having a strong beginning of the year, hey? It took us this long to beat Guardians. If you don't want to play video games, have a child. <laughs> you play a lot of them for like the first three months, then slightly less for another month, and then you don't really have time. Well, you also play Dungeons and Dragons two I nights a week. picked up playing D&D, and it wasn't a big deal before he was born because we weren't really doing anything. Correct. Then he was born, and... We still really weren't doing anything. We still don't really do anything, but it's very different once you, you know, take care of a child for the whole day, or I work while you take care of the child, and then we put him down, and then you get to the couch, and it's kind of like, okay. We're both not off work. We're both (laughs) working, and I'm out working, and she works from home. And then, again, two nights a week, I play in D&D. I DM, and then I play in a different group. So it's been kind of chaotic. I have been rewatching all of the Spider-Man movies while you've been playing D and D. Yeah, how I'm, are those I'm going? through the Tobey Maguire ones, and I have not picked up the Andrew Garfield ones, even though I do really like the first one with him. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to watch Eternals, and then I'm still, I'll be two episodes behind this week on Boba Fett. Oh no! I know. And we're also watching Witcher season two, and we started Arcane. Yes. That was pretty good, too. That was very good. And Haley Steinfeld is in everything. And I love it because I love her. She's quite wonderful. The end. And plus, February is coming. It's here. (laughs) We're recording this on January 31st. (laughs) February is pretty much here. And Elden Ring and Horizon and Sifu all come out this month. Yeah, I feel like we're in a holding pattern right now for not necessarily horizon but there definitely m- elden ring there might be an ocarina of time podcast there was... there is going to be one that'll probably be the next i'm also dragging my feet on that because i just yeah hey, you got through jabu jabu i did yeah i was gonna say you're some things kind of but i'll save whole... that for a podcast you're in the you're kind of in the clear at least to do some of the adult stuff yeah well if we want to play that after this we'll we'll time jump anyway that was a good three minute intro of us just <laughs> complaining a little bit like we haven't talked to each other like we don't live together (laughs) we're catching everybody else up who cares deeply about our lives all seven listeners actually there's more there's a steady stream we actually love everybody who checks in here so we do appreciate it makes me very happy when i check our Podbean and say oh my goodness there was one i forgot to tell you last week uh there was one day that had like 17 listens oh we like that yeah that's good three different people Anyway, sorry. We, no, we we're played, not. We we're played not. Guardians of the Galaxy. We did actually play it. Uh, it is from the Square Enix Guardians website that I pulled this synopsis from because, again, my brain doesn't function most of the week. Uh, your newly formed band of legendary misfits is set to save the universe in the fresh but faithful take on the Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Somehow, you set off a chain of catastrophic events leading to a wild ride through the mind-blowing worlds inhabited by iconic and original Marvel characters. Turn up the all-star 80s mixtape and get ready to kick it. Yes, that's one thing I needed to add on here in... You're going to add that in? Yeah, just the music. I want to bring that up okay. later. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, this Guardians was released October 21st of 2021 on all systems, and we played on the PS5. We did. Our glorious, glorious PS5. Would you give us some reviews on this? Yes, I would love to. On this. Okay, so I pulled the PS5 version from Metacritic. It has an 80 from critics and an 8.7 from users. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. So I went to Kotaku for the review. So they're positive. What an outstanding use of the video game medium to create something truly unique. There are no planets that look like Earth, only a different color. Nothing looks like it was filmed in a quarry or a desert with Instagram filters. Even spaceships, where designers could get away with generic metal plating and grates, are made up of unfamiliar otherworldly elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just liked that. Oh, the whole the, exploring the Milano was very cool. Yes, it looked really good. Yes, it was not an Agents of Shield episode where it's all just gray hallways. It is mm-hmm. so intricately designed, and there's so many details, and you get to keep shutting the fridge door. The fridge door is always broken. Yes, Kotaku's negative. It's a combat system built for experimentation, but it doesn't always hold up. There are battles where it's obvious the game wants you to use powers in a specific way that's not immediately clear, leading to me fumbling about the battlefield like an idiot until I figured it out. Other times, battles will take place in confined spaces, and when you try to move out of those spaces, the game fades briefly before moving you back into the area where it wants you. And though battles are generally entertaining, there's a point in a latter chapter where battles become more frequent and start feeling like padding before the grand finale. That's fair. Yeah. It is fair. Yeah. I have some thoughts on the um, combat. That's what we were talking about. Yes. Yep. Well, the game itself is a third-person shooter, so they added a lot of that in there. And there's some beat-em-up where you can punch and do melee, and there's RPG elements, so there is a level-up system, kind of, where you gain skill points and you unlock different abilities for each character. It's not very... It's not taxing. It's not too complicated. That's a good way of saying it. It's not overly complicated. The abilities feel right. It doesn't feel as rewarding as I hoped it would. I'd agree with watching you play it. It was just kind of like, oh, you got skill points. Oh, okay, you unlocked that new move and for once, that character. once you finish getting all the skills, like, there's no point to getting experience. They don't even give it to you anymore. Yes. So it's kind of like, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. And you can unlock everything on, your, on one playthrough. So it's not like you're doing multiple playthroughs to unlock the abilities. You can play a new game plus. I don't know what it involves. It's probably harder difficulty, but you keep all your powers and abilities. Maybe okay. you'll unlock better. Maybe there's more upgrades for him. Yeah, you also collect some resources as you're going through. Uh, some kind of Ethereum or something weird like that. And another resource. Spare parts or something. <clears throat> and you can upgrade Star-Lord specifically because you play as Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. You're only playing as Star-Lord. Uh, the other companions are there. Rocket, Rocket and Groot. Gamora, Gamora and Drax, Drax are there, and they're running around fighting with you, but you give them general commands, uh, like, with their abilities. Otherwise, they kind of run around the battlefield and do whatever they want uh, in terms of fighting. 
they didn't feel useless, but outside of using their abilities, they don't feel like they did a ton. I felt like you were kind of managing everything from Star Lord specifically. It wasn't quite. Um, <laughs> it wasn't quite Final Fantasy combat. Like it was Final Fantasy light combat. It's what it felt like. It, I mean, again, you're shooting from a distance most of the time. And then you'll use abilities. Like, one of the things is you can use his jet boots to fly around so you're not on the ground while the melee guys are going through. Gives you better maneuverability. You can tell Gamora to do a heavy attack or dash and hit a whole bunch of people. Groot will wrap everybody up and keep them pinned down, etc., etc., etc. They all have kind of a unique feel for their character, and it, it works really well. Rocket will pull out and throw grenades and do stuff like that and use tech stuff. The combat was okay. What really made this game shine for me was just the story and how witty and funny this, everything this was. This is a hilarious game. It's fantastic. It was like watching a Marvel movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the monster... Real quick before we jump too far forward. The monsters you fight range from cultists to possessed soldiers to uh, beasts and slimes and other weird things. To jello squares. Jello squares. You also fight Fing Fang Foom. Fing Fang Foom. I will be giving that boss fight a spoiler. It is awesome. Yeah, there will be spoilers in this. This game has been out since October, so yeah, we took our already. sweet time. You guys can just deal with spoilers. So yeah, so there's lots of fun bosses. The He felt the most unique to me of yes. the bosses. He that was, was a fun. really fun fight to watch. The rest of them were kind of... They they mm-hmm. added they added a ridiculously th- funny thing with Fing Fang Foom later, but we'll spoil that in a little bit. Okay, that's fine. Um, but I, I I literally created a section called the good, the bad, and the ugly. Can I just say mm-hmm. before we begin this that this game very much feels like what Square Enix's Avengers game should have been. Yeah, so Square the Avengers game went multiplayer based after yes. a while, and apparently it's they would still not good. It, yeah, everyone <laughs> says it's not good. I, we only played the demo, and it was okay. It was very okay. Whereas this game, straight through, I had so much fun. Yes, it, I hope it was as fun to watch as it was to play and go through because I was we were in hysterics. I think mm-hmm. multiple times. There's uh, the worst part to watch was the combat because it wasn't really fun to watch. It was very repetitive, mm-hmm. but the zingers and the one-liners that they throw out like while you're fighting you missed half of them because you're so focused on trying to mm-hmm. you know fight whereas i'm listening and <laughs> it's very funny yeah, you're just enjoying watching all this ridiculousness happen and their quips honest to god some of the actors sounded exactly rocket sounded exactly like bradley cooper and whoever played drax drax was really close too he sounded really like Dave Batista. and then so Dr- gamora was her own thing star lord was definitely different he had the tone set correctly and i he liked did. his star lord a lot yes it is not Chris Pratt. No. But the voice, you can hear the affliction was the same to me. I also actually really enjoyed his hairstyle. Affliction, affliction? Inflection. Inflection was the same. Like, you could yes. you could tell you hear it. Yeah, and the Star-Lord looked really good, too. It did. <laughs> Very campy. And no, I'm not talking about the 80s flashbacks where he has a legitimate mullet. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, it's so bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but I was saying before, the story is incredible. The game... Aside from the Spider-Man games that we played, uh, it's the best superhero video game I think I've ever played. Yeah, so you have a different section farther down that's like MCU comparison and story highlights where I did like an overview of 
like the story itself. Do you want me to do that now or do we want to talk about that later? Well, we already talked about the gameplay. Why don't you... Mm, I think we'll highlight that when we cover the, the okay, MCU that's fine. stuff. Because that's fine. then at least we can cover the bad. Yes. Um, certain enemies were really hard to kill. Mm-hmm. And there was no real easy way of doing it. The ones that revived the guys drove me nuts. Oh my gosh, I know. There are certain enemies that float around and have shields, and you have to kill them before you kill anyone else, because they'll resurrect the guy you just killed. And it felt like it took forever. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Overall, it was fun. There were not too many of them, but when you came across them, and at first you didn't know, so I just saw them floating around, and you're like, what are they doing? And all of a sudden you're like... How the guy's getting picked up, up. and then you fall, finally hear him say, "You got to get this guy first. He's reviving him." And then you try to take him down, and it takes forever. Mm-hmm. They just had a lot of hit points because of their shield. It just took a long time, and then you just save up all your abilities and focus fire them, and you finally kill them, and then you can progress forward. But it took me forever to figure that out. I felt like falling was more of a nuisance than it was anything else. Yes, especially in one of the last battles, you kept like focusing your fire and moving, like you have learned to do since playing Control, like and Return all, yeah, all yeah. those games, and you would just like fall off the edge of the map. That drove me nuts. Yes, it drove me nuts. I, again, it felt okay in some areas. In other areas, it was just like, okay, I fell off the map. Now I have to start the sliding section all over again. Oh, that one sucks. So it kind of made me annoyed because you're like, I have to redo the whole thing. I, I think I fell like three times in one of them because I missed the missed time of the jump. I think it was four times. And by that point, I was thinking that it was very much uh, like that penguin race in Super Mario 64. Oh, and you can't cheat that one either. You have no. to do the whole thing. You can't do the skip. Otherwise, you get in trouble. Yeah, but that one started you at the very beginning every single time. It didn't like drop you in the midpoint on the slide. Yeah. Which makes sense because yeah, it's a so, slide. Again, I, I liked the gameplay. It was a little repetitive, but I didn't dislike it because, like you said, I still heard some of the funny quips and how they added that in there. It just added a lot of enjoyment to it because it was just so silly the whole way through. It was. Uh, I forgot to mention that there is one thing called the huddle system. Uh, yep, I put that down uh, further because like, we I, did not. No, no, no. I moved it because we skipped over it. I'm actually going to let you cover it then. and just. Oh, I, my note literally just says, also, the huddle. So <laughs> it's a pause mid-cuddle where he goes, guys, huddle up. And then you'll get cues from them. And if you click the correct answer, he'll give a pep talk and the whole party gets excited. And then you get a boost in attack and defense and everything like that. And you can use their abilities over and over again. Plus, when you get it, well, either way, how you answer, the rest of the battle has a ridiculous 80s song that plays over yeah, it. Yeah, so you use, he uses his headset and clicks it. And he you get uses the, his Walkman. <laughs> you can get Rickrolled. You can. That was hilarious. Um, we built the city on rock and roll by Jefferson Starship was another one or yeah, Starship at that point, not mm-hmm. airplane. Um, what else? Those are the only two that I remember off the top of my head. Uh, oh, uh, don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. And when you're fighting enemies and you just listening to don't worry, be happy. It's quite <laughs> ridiculous. It's really funny. Yes. And then I put the ugly is lipless is hideous. Yes. Yeah, so you make it to nowhere. At one point, which uh, MCU fans will know from the first one, mm-hmm. and uh, you run into this bar to go after Rocket and Groot, and run into Lipless, who is disgusting and is trying to kill you, but then also reminisce about some drunken night that you do not remember, and I, you have to try to fumble your way through the dialogue. And I did fumble through it, and Lipless was fine with me. Yes, it was ridiculous. He was horrifying. 
it was horrifying. Yeah, there's really nothing out. Just if you if you're interested, type lipless guardians of the galaxy, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he will pop up. He is quite hideous. There are other characters that you don't have in your party, but they kind of stick around with you at some times. Mantis is in here. I'll cover Mantis in a minute because she's freaking awesome. She's amazing. Uh, Nikki is yes. a character that shows up frequently in the game, mm-hmm. and she's kind of the bad guy, but also the good guy. Yes. She's she's possessed by the bad guy. Correct. Uh, Nikki's mother, I forgot the name of her mother. Corel. Corel is mm-hmm. in there. Uh, Lady Hellbender, who is awesome. She is amazing. Uh, the father something or other. Oh, I don't remember what his name was. He's the main bad guy. Yes. Technically. Yes. Uh, Adam Warlock is in the game. Uh, you run into... What's the hive mind of that one place called? The big face that appears in the sky that'll talk to you, where you owe your debt to. The Novacore face. Uh, Nova Prime? No, uh, yes. You talk to Nova Prime. Cosmo the dog. Cosmo is the, the dog is the best. He's a Russian golden retriever. That has psychic powers. Yes. He's very powerful. Yes. Uh, and you're, you're basically fighting off the... Uh, you essentially set up, release this god into the world. Uh, that, long story short... Magus. Ha- Magus is the yes. name of it. And you have to recapture him into the soul stone. Yes. So the story goes from breaking into the quarantine zone to catch a monster to impress Lady Hellbender so that you can then become like her hired her hired goons, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and make some quick cash off of that. Uh, they are caught by Novacorps, uh, leaving the quarantine zone, and are served a hefty fine that they have to pay back far too quickly thanks to Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decide to sell either Rocket or Groot to Lady Hellbender instead. It is your choice which one you get to choose. You chose Rocket. Which is hilarious. Um, it goes very sideways. I don't think it matters who you choose. If it's it going to go sideways, sideways either way. Mm-hmm. You end up making an enemy out of her because you steal from her vault as well. and uh, Kill her favorite pet. Kill her favorite pet. Uh, and then she starts hunting you down across the galaxy. And none of that is the main plot. No. <laughs> this game... I This is personal opinion here. This game is... As good, if not better, than a Marvel movie you would watch. I agree, but my point that I wrote, because I saw that, um, it's also playing a 15-hour campaign rather than cramming all of this into a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah, you get... So you get to live in it. And you get to flesh it out. Yes. And that's what makes the the new video game, superhero video game, so good. Yes. Oh, my God. They're so good. They have so much time to flesh out this amazing story. And the Guardians just have so much rich lore. Yes. That we don't even know about. Yeah. And in this version of Guardians, uh, Drax killed Thanos. Drax killed Thanos. Uh, Gamora killed Nebula. Gamora kills Nebula. Star-Lord isn't... um, the son of the planet. He's actually his son. His father's actually somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the son of ego. He's not the son of ego. Like in the movies, mm-hmm. he's someone else's son. He's and half. Is it Spartan? I think something Spartoy? like Spartoy. Yeah, yeah. But he's got the plat. But that's why he's able to still hold the stone as long as he's yes. able to. Yeah. So while they're, I think it's while they're searching uh, in the quarantine zone for, you know, quick cash, they end up uh, releasing magus from the soul stone like literally because they like knocked it off a cliff or something ridiculous yeah yeah 
So yeah, the, none of what I said with Lady Hellbender is the main plot. Uh, so it goes from an outlaw's, outlaw story straight into a holy crap, the galaxy is going to end if we don't do something kind of thing. Yeah, this holy church starts to come back around. <laughs> yes, and then uh, Nikki, who's the young character, uh, ends up being their uh, matriarch. You th- So Star-Lord thinks Nikki is his kid the whole way through. Yes. The timing when he hooked up with her mom made yes. sense. Long story short, uh, she gets possessed by Magus and becomes yes. the matriarch. She also has the soul stone embedded in her hand. Yes. I think probably because Magus was in her, she was able to hold it that long. I don't know. She was holding it afterward, too. So she must be a relatively powerful being, if you think about it. Probably. I don't know anything about her comic book character. Golden, Nikki, Nikki Gold. Nikki Gold, yeah. yeah. Cool flaming hair. Yeah. Not, turns out it's not his daughter. I know. That's it's, a bummer. But she was an orphan that war Coral orphan just... that took in. Yeah, but she, uh, it, it, even in the after, it said she calls Peter Quill dad just to throw just him to off. Throw him off. <laughs> <laughs> Mantis is a psychic kind of. She can just. She's like a seer. She sees. She sees every, every single outcome of every single thing, and the the chapters that she is in are amazing. It's some of the best content in video game history. Listening to her describe the events well this this is the one where uh, this isn't the event where we all die being crushed by that rock yes <laughs> she or it's like it's like or peter quill's trying to calm rocket down about water and he's like well it's not like you uh it's not like you're you gonna... can drown in this much water and she's like actually he has he's, she's like he's he's drowned over 700 times in this one part <laughs> just like oh no oh man <laughs> and she just goes all through these events and she goes is this the one where this happens or is this the one where this happens and it's their commentary is just like oh god it is so funny. I think it's either the last battle or the second to last battle where, like, right before it starts, she goes, oh, it's this one. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, my God. She's she's the best. Mantis is one of the best played characters mm-hmm. in that whole game, and she honestly made the game that much better for me. Cosmo was also hilarious. Cosmo was amazing, and you do, at one point... Um, have the ability to try to save him from this corrupt church, this mm-hmm. magic Magus, um, Magus. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Magus basically feeds you the promise, and it's basically to you if you buy into it, uh, you basically will get whatever you most desire. So, like for Drax, it's his family. His well, family. You believe you get your. You family, believe you'll get them back, but it doesn't actually. No, it does not. But. Magus runs on faith. Yep. Faith particles or something ridiculous mm-hmm. that no one believes in, but you see it and it's it's very powerful. So yeah, when you're trying to save Drax, it's amazing. But you also have the ability to try to save Cosmo, and that one can go either you save him or you don't. And I elected. I failed the first time. You failed so the I first reset, time. And I'm so, like, I'm saving the dog. And that one, spoiler alert, but if you do save him, he comes to aid you later on. With the, he flies nowhere. Yes, the giant celestial head. head. And uses the celestial head's attack yes. on a bunch of enemies it's for amazing. you. Yep. Uh, and then at one point you do fight Fing Fang Foom, and that is how you get back in the, fa- the uh, favor of Lady Hellbender by... Doing this, you accidentally kill it. Yes. But Groot gets the ability to re- bring it back to life. Yes. And there's a scene where Rocket will throw uh, throw Peter Quill's 
headset out into the air, and, and what happens is Lady Hellbender gets it back for him. Oh, yes. And she'll throw it to him, and you do this epic jump where you catch it, and then there's fireworks that go off in the background, and uh, fing, or explosions, and Fing Fang Foom breathes fire, and I screenshotted it, and it just landed, and he's just, Peter Quill's going, oh, and it's so, and then Gamora goes, metal. He goes, metal. Yes. <laughs> He's very happy. I was just Googling Fin Fang Foom, and here's an article titled Three Reasons Why Fin Fang Foom Will Be an Iron Man 4. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, all in all, this game is just incredible. Yes. Through and through, I had a really good time. Combat was a little repetitive. What did you think outside of that? How would you compare it to like a, like a movie versus like the game like you said you know i know you have more time to flesh it out but do you have any other thoughts on it if you are a huge you don't even have to be a huge comic book nerd but you will really appreciate what this game has to offer like drax keeps telling you at the beginning of the game where you're trying to figure out a creature to give to lady hellbender he keeps saying we should go fight Fin Fang Foom. We should, he brings it up like every, I don't know, five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. So then when you're, you know, seven chapters after that trying to figure things out and then Peter Quill finally says, we're going to go fight a dragon. He's like, you, we're gonna, we, Drax, you know what we're going to do? And he's like, Fin Fang Foom. He's so happy. <laughs> the entire time you're on the planet, he is just telling you all this lore about this dragon. Yes, and they do bring up his purple shorts that he does have in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. So it's excellent. It's, yeah, the like you said earlier, the video game, if you are a huge comic book geek that loves like all the easter eggs and diving deep into things that you probably won't see in movies mm-hmm. all of the video games that are comic books are just all the spider-mans it's so good they're doing they're doing wolverine i know i'm so excited insomniac is doing wolverine i'm it's gonna be so good i'm so excited but this was a job well done. This was very very good and everybody did not like no one had high hopes for this game and it kind of swept under the radar it won best story for, at the game awards and it 100 percent all of the the whole you know first five chapters with lady hellbender that is not the main plot everything gets tied up in a neat little package it's they tie everything together it's so good it's fantastic yeah they close all the holes up and it leaves room to do another another game if they wanted oh, to for sure for sure what's your score now I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask it slightly differently this time. Story, and then overall. Story is a ten. Yeah. Just a thousand percent. It's a ten. It's so good. It's so good. It was so good the entire time. It was just fun. Oh, I did also have a question. Yes. Sorry. Uh, but I feel as though we kind of covered it already. Uh, what was your favorite character through the playthrough? Uh, so Mantis was amazing. Truly, she was a joy to like be around. But I also have to say, the actors, even like so, Gamora was still good. She wasn't my least favorite character. Like I can't say like I had a least favorite character. She just felt like the least unique of the characters in the game. I'd agree with that. When you have Drax throw Rocket over the cliff, it is over the ledge. Oh it is the funniest thing I think I've ever done in a video game. Mm-hmm. 
you're just like, just toss him over there. And so Drax literally just picks him up. Picks and him up and tosses him. Over. And he's so angry. <laughs> he yells at you for so long about it. So long. And then you can have conversations with Groot, and it is just, I am Groot. Yes, and one of the addendums at the end of the game that's Rocket tries to teach everyone Groot. And Groot is very confused that everybody just keeps saying the same three words over and over to him. Yeah, because no he, one cause he un- yeah, so like you're <laughs> supposed to listen to him and then speak back normally because he can understand you. But they're trying to teach him Groot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's trying to teach them. That's... I am Groot. Yeah, he sounded pretty good too. He sounded good. It wasn't the Vin Diesel, no. but it was still really well still done. Fair. All the characters were well done. Gamora is the furthest removed voice acting but she did a wonderful job i was also very happy when adam warlock showed up too adam warlock is ridiculous we were going in that desert Mm -hmm. or whatever and you showed up and i was like is this adam warlock and then he came out and yes it it was it was you were you were very excited too adam warlock's really powerful (laughs) so it was kind of ridiculous so your favorite character? Mantis. Okay. There's no there's That's no question also mine. about it. She's ridiculous. <laughs> She's so funny. The way her quips and and jumping around and her character are just freaking amazing. She also calls Rocket Little Fuzzy. And it's really cute. And he gets really and, mad about it. And Star Guy. Is Star Lord. Yeah, Star Guy, Little Fuzzy. Those are the only two I remember. It's so funny. She's yes, she's fantastic. So anyway, <laughs> no, there's one reality where where her she is his ex-wife, <laughs> and she says it's quite funny that she has to end up on the ship. <laughs> she does end up on the Milano for a little bit, which is fantastic. She is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so what's your overall score? Overall score, I would probably say it's a nine. Okay. Like almost an eight. Like, can I do eight point seven five? What everyone like is the, saying. The combat to watch. The combat to watch is honestly kind of boring. Okay. Like it looks like it's simplistic, but also weirdly overly complicated. I think if you if it was more like Final Fantasy, where you know, you use your, was it your MP mm-hmm. to use the moves rather than waiting for the cooldown on mm. them? They didn't cool down fast enough for me watching. Mm. Well, yeah, it was more of like a playing a little bit of chess when you were playing the yeah. combat in, in a way. So that I see why it would be boring to watch. Yes. The story was easily a 10. I, I could mm-hmm. see why it won Game of the Year. It deserved that a thousand percent. Yes. It was so good, everybody. And the fact, like, I would even say that the combat for me was like a seven, but the story was so good. Yes. That I, your, your eight, five, nine, even a nine, five makes sense for me as a whole because mm-hmm. of how strong they did with the story. And it just makes me want more of that vein. I would play the second one. I'd watch you play a second one. It was really good. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. I can't recommend enough. If you have a PlayStation 4, an Xbox, any of, any of the above. You can play it on the Nintendo Switch. It's on every console, <laughs> including game, computer. So if you if you have a system, get this game and play it. You will enjoy Drop it. Drop everything you're doing and go buy it right now. That is exactly Hashtag right. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Ben. Tom, you're both. I'm calling both of you out. Tom has a PS4. Yeah, he has to play it. Uh-huh. He doesn't have an excuse now. He needs to laugh really hard. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so good. Uh-huh. Guys, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been so long. 
we we tried um i tried to play eastward and i made it 30 more seconds in and said no 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 you've been playing ocarina of time yes Uh, i'm picking up kenna again yes so we'll get through i'll hopefully get through kenna before horizon or at least elden ring for sure and then i think it's going to be me playing a lot of horizon and you playing zelda unless you finish zelda before horizon comes out i will probably attempt to finish it before horizon comes out just because so there's so one. much coming out in the end of February. Uh, yeah, Horizon and Elden Ring. Horizon's going to be 40 hours. Oh, yeah. 25 to 40 hour gameplay. Yep. And then Elden Ring, I'm going to be playing forever. So You have played a lot of the Soulsborne series so, this year. Well, last year. We're, we're probably going to have a strategy to that so we can play Horizon as the main one, but we'll give a first impressions for Elden Ring. Yeah, you have been far too stoked. As I told someone somewhere, um, if you could get your hands on like a pre-release copy of Elden Ring, if you had to divorce me, you probably would. Hmm. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> Please don't. From software. Hello. <laughs> no, uh, I would not do that. Oh, that was in an article I posted. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I am the scummy husband now. I appreciate mm, you. You're the best. I love you. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're at Gaming Marriage on Twitter and GamingMarriage at gmail.com. If there's a game you'd like us to play, something you want us to check out, an anime, something, we're looking for stuff. You know, we should have been watching Demon Slayer. I didn't even know season two was happening. Season two is happening. We missed the middle arc. You and I have been so busy and when you you we have like two and a half three hours at the end of the day sometimes not even that much no we ate dinner after her baby face went to bed tonight yeah so once this podcast over it's 8 15 you're gonna edit and then we're gonna have what an hour yeah i'll probably go uh pull the master's sword out of the stone and do something do the stupid forest temple mm-hmm. <sighs> or get a pona you can go do that yeah too. Um, for sure walking around hyrule field now nah no. no. So, but that's where we are, everybody. I just yep. to give you an idea of what we're doing. We're just kind of. We still exist. We it's... still exist. We're still going to be making podcasts. It's just going to be a little less frequent for a little bit until we can kind of get a groove. When he gets a little older, we, we it'll probably be easier to do stuff. When we get Shield Hero season two to start, then we'll have weekly anime ones yeah, back up we, and running. Yeah, we'll have weekly anime going. We'll have other stuff to produce and get more stuff coming but video game wise we just don't have a ton of time like we're used to no and all the games that we want to play are 40 hours uh-huh make some short ones sifu doesn't probably not 40 hours but that's probably like 15 but i mean that's what guardians was like 20 ish i think there was a break where we stopped playing it for a little bit there's like a week or two where yeah, we didn't you, play any games you were not having a story driven game for like a solid week and a half that's why you picked up zelda it is because i just i couldn't i couldn't do it you this is a game where you need at least like an hour and a half a night you want to like do like a chapter a night and there's 16 chapters Mm -hmm. and each chapter is like an hour and a half yeah for the most part yeah the last one is not it's one fight yes after that all the rest of them are pretty lengthy Mm -hmm. all right guys that's all i got okay All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.